Hello, my name's Elise, and I'm a high school junior from San Diego, California. Hi, I'm DP, and I'm a junior from San Diego, California as well. So, because San Diego is one of the, um, like, nation's top, like, cities with the most homelessness, um, it led us to wanting to, like, start an organization that targets homeless women specifically, and how... Um, how, like, they face poverty and, you know, during their menstrual cycle. Yeah, so with the COVID pandemic, it's been even harder for those who are facing poverty to, um, to, like, make money and, um, you know, um, deal with the problems that they were already facing. Yeah, like the, especially with like the loss of a lot of people's jobs, like people who like could like afford, you know, like period products before now have to like give that up for like other resources that like they feel are like more important, like food and like water and stuff like that and like paying the bills and stuff. Yeah, and it's like um, for working mothers and things. Um, with their kids staying home now and like with like daycares closed and everything they have to take care of their kids instead of prioritizing their work and making money so it becomes even harder yeah so like I read that like um COVID-19 might also be like impacting sub-Saharan Africa like as like one of their like like impacting it the most and it's like sub-saharan africans like already there's like a way higher like um period poverty like they don't have as much access to like period products as like people in the u.s do like compared to um the u.s like there's just you know less and like with COVID-19 it's gonna be definitely like harder for like people all across the globe to access period products and that's definitely an issue because like hygiene you know yeah and I read somewhere that like um I think it was 40 to 60 million people are expected to fall below the poverty line um this year and it was like um this is the first time since the 1990s that poverty has gotten um you know poverty rates are increasing instead of decreasing which, um, like, I mean, because, um, like, many women are, like, in occupations that are at risk of loss because of the pandemic. Yeah, definitely. And it's, like, prices aren't going down, you know, during this. Like, they, they're most likely going to be going up a little bit, like, not like dramatically not like oh pads are now like twenty dollars but like they're definitely um increasing at least a little bit which definitely makes it harder for like you know to buy it especially when you don't have like a lot of wealth to begin with yeah and it's like the taxes on menstrual products are still like prominent in most states in the united states Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they're they're expensive, like, worldwide, too. Yeah. We should abolish the menstrual tax. <laughs> menstrual yeah. cycle tax. 
Um, also, like, the we also create our organization to, you know, bring awareness to the subject, you know, which is, like, why we're making a podcast. Like, I don't think that many people are, like, aware of the extent that, like, period poverty reaches, especially, like, globally. But even in the United States, like, there's definitely, like, many who um, are struggling from, like, you know, being unable to uh, provide for themselves during their menstrual cycle. Yeah, like, even for me, like, before this project and before we created this, um, I wasn't, like, as aware that it was such a widespread problem, but, like, now looking at statistics it's it's like it's really big yeah and an author who does a great job in like um just you know like uh talking about not specifically um period poverty but just poverty in general that's like in places other than the U.S. is Catherine Boo in her book Behind the Beautiful Forevers you know like um our entire group like we read that book because it was like connected to our project so it was like pretty eye-opening you know yeah and the fact that like for women in india which Catherine Bo talks about it's like they like not most of them don't even have like an education so they can't educate themselves on the problem and they just have to like you know, they're forced to just work, get married, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, I don't know, she also addresses, like, other issues in the book that, like, our organization doesn't really focus on, but, like, it's definitely prominent in society, you know, like, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, some of the things that Catherine Boo addresses like add to the problem of period poverty and the fact that there's so much stigma surrounding it mm-hmm. oh yeah another one of our goals is to like destigmatize um like the talk surrounding menstrual cycles like it's a natural part of you know our bodies so it's like we shouldn't be like ashamed to talk about it or like even discuss it yeah for sure because like even for us it's like you know, like, people, like, we're just afraid that people are going to judge us for talking about it when, like, they really shouldn't be that. And... Yeah. Like, I feel like talking about it, it feels like such kind of like a taboo subject. Like, during recent years, like, it's gotten better and stuff, right? Like, a, yeah. like I know in America it has, but, like, I'm not sure about, like, other countries because, like, I know in, like, China, it's, like, you don't really talk about this type of stuff. Like, you just, like, keep it to yourself. And it's, like, how are, how is it going to be, like, bringing awareness to, like, people who, like, you know, to this subject where it's, like, it's an issue and, like, we need to address it. But, like, if you can't even talk about it, you know? Yeah. There's countries that, like, women who are experiencing, like, um, their periods are just condemned and, like, shunned from society and it's mm-hmm. just, like, a really big problem yeah all right good talk aditi good talk <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll 